Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for listening in. Hopefully, uh, you can. Uh, I apologize for the delay of starting the show. Actually, Blog Talk's having a little connection issue. Um, this is the Soulbox Network's Paul Collins show that is live the fourth Sunday of every month, where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. If you'd like to do so, then you can either call 646-716-5510, or you can um, connect in from the show page and get into the queue that way. My name is Hi C, and I'm the host of a couple of shows here on the Soulbox Network, Revolution on the Second Sundays and the Amethyst Oracle on the second Tuesdays of each month. I would encourage you to check those out, as well as all of the other shows here. You can do so in the Blog Talk archives. You can also find us on iTunes, where you have the chance to listen, download, or subscribe in order to hear all of our shows as soon as they have aired. Um, So it looks like we have a couple of people already in the queue who have been patiently waiting while I was trying to overcome the uh, 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 technical issues with Blog Talk Radio. So let's see if we can get to one of those people right now. And we're going to first go to someone who's calling from area code 650. Are you there, caller, in area code 650? Hello? Hello. Hello. Oh, we got a hello. (laughs) What's your name and where are you calling from? I'm David. I've called in before. Um, I'm calling from Summit Hill, California. All right. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in. Happy Thanks. Pride Sunday. I will say that to you. Happy, I was going to say happy Pride Sunday. <laughs> you're, you're in San Francisco anyway. It is Pride Celebration Weekend. Um, so um, what is it that we could look at for you today? In, in I was um I was kind of blindsided. I was kind of blindsided this week by stuff that's happening in my company. I mean, truly blindsided. Like it was unexpected. So I just wanted to know, in general, where like my career is heading because this was just bizarre. So I'm probably going to end up leaving this company, which is sort of okay long term. But it just I was just truly blindsided. And so, are you there? Hello? No, no, I'm here. I just paused you so you didn't have to deal with all the shuffling. But if you'd like to hear the cards shuffle, you can. <laughs> um, all right, then. Do you work at LinkedIn? <laughs> Are you there? Hello? Are you still with us, David? Uh-oh. Where did you go? Hopefully David will call back in. I'm not sure what has happened. He seems to have fallen away, fallen away. But if you're still listening, David, then just give a call back in, and we will get right back to you as soon as you do. Uh, so let's see. While we're waiting for David to call back in, let us go over to someone calling from area code 347. Hi. 
Hello. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello. My name is Tanika, and I'm calling from New York. Well, welcome to the show. Um, Thanks for calling in. Is there anything in particular we could look at for you today? Yeah, I'd like you to take a look at um, Love Life for Me and tell me what you see. I recently got acquainted with someone um, whose name starts with an A, but I haven't heard from him again. And um, so I'm just here, single again, and I just wanted to hear about Love Life. If you see us getting reacquainted and starting anything or just overall with Love Life. All right. So uh, what's the day and month of your birth? The day is September, and the the month is September, and the day is the 3rd. All right, September 3rd, and Mm -hmm. that would be... So the reason I ask that is to calculate a number and a card for the year. And by year, I mean birthday to birthday. So think of it in terms of the age that you are, because um, it'll go from September to September. And so, um, you know, you're in an 11 year, and 11 is a number. It is a number of balance. So it says we, plus if you break 11 down, it's a two, which is the number of relationship when it comes to numerology. Um, so it does show us that there is this uh possibility or um, fertile ground, I guess, for relationships to develop during this year. The key with an 11, because it's what's called a master number, is that it says we want to focus on relationships that move to the next level. So we want to focus on relationship opportunities that indicate a growth or an elevation from what we've experienced before to whatever the next stage or experience level is of relationship rather than just the same kind of relationship as we've had in the past. Um, It's also a a number, uh, and it relates to both the strength and the justice card, which says having the strength and the confidence to do what we know is right for us and staying true to yourself. So make sure that whoever it is that you become interested in or try to develop relationship with, that you are doing so because it doesn't mean you compromise a part of yourself or what you believe in um, or who you are, but instead it reflects something that is in alignment with and balances out, you could say, who you are and what you know to be right for you at this time. So it would encourage you to, for example, focus on relationship opportunities where you feel as if you would be getting involved with someone who is an equal rather than somebody who is at a different stage or level of relationship than you. Uh, So whether that means somebody who is, you know, uh, not ready for the kind of relationship you are or somebody who it feels is way beyond where you're ready for the kind of relationship that might be developing. So really pay attention to that. So my first question would be, if you think about this person and maybe just the little that you know of this person right now, do you feel that this is someone who, who seems to be a kind of a equal level of interest and and experience relationship-wise and what they're looking for as to where you feel you are in your life? Or do you feel that you would be at slightly different places when it comes to relationships? I feel, it feels like I am equal with him. It feels like we are equal as far as the level of relationship 
what we're looking for that we want, but in a slight way, I feel like I'm a little bit more advanced than him. Um, but I could see that he has the capacity to take a relationship seriously, and um, he's trying to kind of get himself put together in life the same way that I am. So it kind of feels like we're at the same level, but it feels like if he would take it seriously and be open to it, he would be at the same level. But it kind of feels like he is, I don't know, I haven't heard from him. It's really past a judgment, accurate judgment on him. But that's right. what I got from the little time that I was around him. It feels like he could be at the same level. Okay. Yeah, and so that's important to pay attention to if there is additional contact. It's like, are we both at the place where we're looking for a serious relationship or are we both at a place where we're just looking to casually date right now because we're not, you know, ready to be in something serious for whatever reasons, you know, in our lives? You know, that would be an example of are we at that equal level uh, kind of starting off from the same place. Um, So when we look at the cards in particular that came up, uh, I have a card for you, and I have a card for him, and I have a card for the relationship itself. Um, and the card for you is the Eight of Wands. Now, that's often a card that is about speed or things happening quickly. Uh, it's also about moving on something, like moving forward or making progress on something. Um, it could indicate, for example, that it, it, you developed an attraction very quickly. Uh, or, okay. you know, we met all of a sudden kind of thing. Um, so that's fine. We just want to make sure that we don't necessarily move too quickly on something like try to rush it forward rather than going at least at a pace that is sustainable and allows it to become something rather than rushes in and out of something or overwhelms it and steamrolls through it. Um, the card for him is the reversed four of pentacles. Reverse just means that it's upside down. And, um, you know, when that card reverses, one thing that that can show us is he may be experiencing some sort of shift or instability in his life right now. And so it'd be like saying he doesn't quite know where he's going to land or he doesn't quite know what the, 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 the landscape is going to look like for him. Um, at this particular moment, like maybe he's changing jobs or he's thinking of moving or there's just other things that are happening where it's like I've got a lot going on right now and I can't quite be on such solid ground that I can just focus on one other thing like developing a relationship. Um, Oftentimes Four of Pentacles is a card that might point to things like work, um, you know, or a a change where we're living. It's it's kind of uprooting or, or that kind of thing. So that may be one reason why there hasn't been this quick progress on something the way that you might have wanted or liked it to be because he has other things that are distracting him from making this a priority. It's not necessarily that it isn't important or he's not going to come back to it, just that he, he needs to, to get that solid footing under his feet before he feels he can then turn his attention or energy to something else. Um, the card for the relationship itself is the five of wands reverse. Now, when that card reverses, first of all, it says we don't want to make this any sort of a struggle to try to make happen. So it's asking us, think of wands as fire, and when you reverse it, it goes the opposite, which is water. So we just want to kind of relax and go with the flow and see where this goes or, or how it develops rather than trying too hard. That's where the eight of wands would come in and be a challenge for you. Instead of trying too much or trying to put too much energy into making something happen, 
we just kind of relax into it and see what unfolds, um, giving perhaps somebody else the space that they need to, uh, to, to, to sort out what they need to sort out or to respond to something that we have sent them, like an email or whatever, uh, rather than, con- you know, it's like, well, I sent an email yesterday, but I haven't heard back, so let me send a text. Well, I sent a text yesterday, and maybe they didn't get it, so let me have it and give them a call. You know, instead of doing that, just kind of chill <laughs> and relax and see how it unfolds. There's, there's some things here that are encouraging, so we can take that as, okay, that'll give me the hope I need in order to just relax and accept how this is happening rather than trying to make it happen. Um, because King of Pentacles comes up now, and this is in the position of what's the thing that's going to help the most for the situation. This is where, one, it could point back to the Four of Pentacles reverse, because King of Pentacles would say when somebody feels like they're completely settled or rooted or on solid ground, and the fact that it's a king would point to the other person. So therefore, there are just some things going on for this person that they need to sort out or get settled before they can turn their attention to um, a new relationship possibility. So it's an encouraging sign, the King of Pentacles, because it says Pentacles is a suit of earth. So when we talk about fire and water, um, you know, your card was eight of fire, eight of wands. So fire is very fast. So we want everything to go. And Pentacles is a suit of earth, which is the slowest moving suit. But it also says if we can just take things step by step, if we can just have the patience and allow for things, then we're more likely to see something come from it that's going to have a little bit of a longer-term possibility or viability rather than if we tried to really rush it, push it, and make it happen now, which may actually overheat it and and create a situation that isn't very sustainable um, or burns it out before it has the chance to really catch and and become something that can can last longer. Um, And... You know, the, the, it's interesting because the five of wands reverse that represents the relationship, sometimes that card is called struggle. And so when it reverses, that's why we're saying, you know, don't, don't fight this, don't try to force this, don't make this a struggle in that way to, to happen versus relax mm-hmm. into it. And then the card that comes up in the position of what's the biggest obstacle or challenge at this point, traditionally it would be called the emperor card, but in this deck that I'm using, that card is actually called war. <laughs> So it points right back to the Five of Wands reversed, which says we don't want to try to approach this and make this some sort of a battle, like we're going to fight to make this happen. Um, or we end up creating conflict because somebody feels as overwhelmed or feels as if we're pushing when they have other things that they need to be focusing on and they will push back because it's like, ah, I just can't deal with this right now. Versus if we are patient, and just kind of go with the flow, the person, the other person is likely to appreciate that more and recognize that so that when they do feel a little more stable or settled, they'll be like, ah, you know what? You've been so patient or I, I so appreciate that you gave me my space to figure out some of these other things that were going on for me. They would actually then look forward to uh, getting to know you better or trying to engage with you in some way because they wouldn't have felt pressured or felt like something was forced or even if they say yes just because it's like, well, you've called three times. I'm just going to say yes, you know, so you stop calling. They won't go out to dinner with you and then be distracted because they're thinking of all these other things that they have going on. 
Um, in the short term, which for me is the next one to three months, uh, and it just says what's coming next or what's the next step or the next course of action. Three of Pentacles reversed comes up. Now, the fact that this is here along with some of these other cards like the King and the Emperor and that kind of thing may also suggest, well, on the one hand, again, Three of Pentacles oftentimes points more towards things related to, say, work uh, and living situation and that kind of thing. Um, and the reversal of it would say, Either there are changes going on related to work or living situation, um, or uh, there's a sense that there are other, one or more other people that are somehow involved in the situation that this other person still has to sort out, deal with, or figure out what to do about their place or what's going on with them before being able to really engage in a new situation. Um, do, do you have any insight around what may be going on for them in their life in general? No, or is I it don't. just something you had like a casual conversation? Okay. Well, that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, a lot of this is just saying there's a lot about we're going to have to have some patience with this and we may want to revisit it a bit later. So one thing I'll say astrologically, Mars is in retrograde right now, but only until the end of next week. Um, when we try to initiate or move things forward during a Mars retrograde, we often end up hitting roadblocks or it often feels as if it goes nowhere. It doesn't necessarily mean give up on it because it's not going to go anywhere. It can often suggest this isn't exactly the right time. If we try to push it or force it, it's likely to blow up in our face. If we're willing to let it just kind of sit on the sidelines for a little while and go at its own pace, and then we'll pick it up a little later when it seems to be ready to move again, then we will likely, uh, it's kind of like the reward, like patience will pay off. So this person has some things going on that they need to be more immediately dealing with and don't have a lot of bandwidth to be trying to engage in a new relationship situation. If we can accept that and just step back a little bit, revisiting this is probably going to be better a little bit later rather than trying to push it or force it right now. As of July, after Mars has gone direct, that energy starts to be able to move forward again. And so we're able to make progress or we're able to see things actually um, start to pick up momentum again. Uh, it's kind of like being stopped in a car. And then we don't want to lurch out of the gate, but as of July, we can start applying um, pressure to the accelerator again in order for the car to start moving forward. So we can start to gently try to move something forward at that time. So, I would say if you can just relax, wait until July at least before trying to reinitiate contact to try to see if something can move forward and accept that they may need a little time or a little space to be dealing with some things and not take that as a flat-out rejection or that nothing's going to happen, but just know that, okay, I'll just have to wait a little bit. Then you're more likely... To see, and I think a lot of this has to do with whatever this third party is, whether it's a person, you know, it could be that like a roommate is moving out, 
It could be uh, some previous relationship situation they're still trying to untangle. It could be uh, a work situation where there are some changes in reorganization going on that they have to kind of sort through and navigate through before thinking about other things in their life right now. So having a little patience around that and accepting that is going to pay off for you a little more than if you tried to rush in or tried to really push it right now. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to contact him or anything like that. I just haven't heard from him. I was just wondering if I was going to hear from him again, I guess. And I'm not, so maybe hopefully if things clear up and, you know, I'm doing the right thing by not contacting him, hopefully he does come back on his own and I can't and well, I hear from him that way. And, and and that's where I would say, you know, wait until we're kind of into, into July, like maybe mid-July, before recontacting him. This You don't have to wait for him to contact you necessarily. You just don't want to jump the gun and have your communication get all tangled up in other things that are going on for him where either he kind of misses it or says, oh, I don't have time to deal with that right now, and then forgets to come back to it, or feels like it's just, one more thing he's dealing with and projects a certain frustration towards you for being there, even though it really had nothing to do with the fact that it's you. Um, It's just because it was part of a, you know, conglomeration of other things going on. So I would wait until like maybe mid-July and be willing to reach back out to this person, but not until then. Okay. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Mhm. Yeah. Well, hopefully that made sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I can see that being very true. And the other thing that I will say, thinking about like the the year cards and that kind of thing. Um, on the one hand, on your birthday in September, when you change, you're going to go into what's called the hangman card. Um, and well, of course, with questions like this, I'm always like, well, hangman card. That's a great card. Who isn't looking for a hung man? But that's a different reading. Um, so, uh, uh, but one thing that the hangman card can say is it's a card of patience and it can often say this is when patience will pay off. So that's when we start to see results around some things that we have had patience on. Um, and two, sometimes it is a card that represents like falling head over heels. So it also may be a more conducive year to you, um, coming into contact with or uh, engaging in a relationship that suddenly kind of has your head spinning or turns your life upside down, just in the sense of I didn't have it and all of a sudden I do kind of thing. Uh, And that doesn't have to mean it's with this person. So, you know, I wanted to mention that too, because it's like, even if nothing happens with this person, I think you'll be entering into a year where you're likely to find something happening that, that, shift your love or relationship experience in your life 180 degrees from what it has been or turns your love life on its head if you want to think of it that way. So th- there's there's definitely opportunity coming regardless of whether it's with this person or not, which is why I think we see don't try to push or force this too much. Just kind of accept how it unfolds and what happens because you'll be going into a year as of your birthday where there's a lot more of an opening of opportunity for these kinds of things to happen that can shift what your love life has been um, in the in the, the previous short term, if you will. Okay. 
That sounds good. So hopefully that makes sense. Do you have any other yeah, questions about sense. anything? Makes sense. Do you feel um, psychically a love that I had from the past? Um, do you feel him reconnecting with me? That's different than this person we're talking about? Yeah, it's different. His name starts with an N, and the person that I was just telling you about that I just met, his name starts with an A. The person whose name starts with an N, he and I broke up in August 2014. And um, I still think of him, and I still dream of him for some reason. I feel like like he's still with me, and I feel like something is going to happen. I'm not sure what. So I ask readers sometimes about it. And a lot of readers say that they see it. That's so what I'm well, so, to ask you. Yeah, so, so I pulled cards specifically for that. And the card that came up for the relationship is the Six of Cups, which oftentimes is a card of nostalgia or the past. And it can represent it somehow reappearing in our life. So there does seem to still be something there. Um, but it puts all of the onus on the other person being the one who initiates the contact. Because the card that represents the other person is the Page of Swords, and the card that represents you is the Fool card reversed. So the Fool card reversed says, um, in some ways it says, you know, don't take any chances or risks, but that's just saying you're not the one who has to leap off the cliff into trying to reconnect or that kind of thing. Whereas the Page of Swords, would represent somebody who um, initiates contact with someone or something. So the the initiation of the or the re recontacting is likely to be initiated by the other person. That would tell us pay particular attention if that person suddenly reappears on your radar in some way, like sends you a message on Facebook or suddenly sends you a text or you know or whatever. Um, that would be the indication that this is the right time to try to revisit this relationship situation. Um, the, the, the cards here would say that's likely to be coming. Uh, the Six of Cups to me would probably say within the next six months. Um, if, I, if I looked at the, the Page of Swords as a little bit more of indication of that, then that would point to the next air sign, which is Libra, which would be in October. Um, so I would particularly pay attention within the next six months, but particularly around October, um, if there is, and, and the, the contact, it may, I mean, maybe they will contact you directly, but it could also be indirect in the sense of, you know, like, like maybe you're already friends on Facebook, but let's say that you weren't, and all of a sudden Facebook pops up a thing and says, hey, do you know so-and-so? Would you like to be their friend? That okay. would be kind of an indication from the universe saying, oh, wow, you know, I hadn't even been thinking of that person lately, and all of a sudden, here's this thing. That would be the universe saying, this would be the right time to try to reconnect with this person. And here, that will likely happen within the next six months, and I would anticipate probably, I'm going to say around October, November, because the, the water of the Six of Cups also point to Scorpio. So October, November, I think, is going to be really key for paying attention to that reappearing in some way or being a time for reconnecting. Okay. But certainly I would say that the cards here seem to also support what you've heard from other readers, that there is still something about this person or this relationship that is 
uh, left for us to experience or revisit and come back into your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I'd the only thing I would be concerned with being the Page of Swords is that I would say that this person needs to. They may need to grow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Or... We need to Gemini. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. We to... Oh yeah. Well, that there's Page mm-hmm. of Swords for you. Page of Swords actually is the card of Gemini. Um, and so, <laughs> it, it, you know, it it could be that they just need to. Either they've come back around to saying now I know what I want or I, I realize this is something I want again. It's always a challenge being with a Gemini because they seem to change their mind with every breeze that blows through. And, and he was a double. He was a, he was a sun, moon, and Mars in Gemini, okay, with a Venus and Leo. So he was fickle as they come. I see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, the, the one thing that you would have to do, because the Fool card reversed for you would say, we don't need you to, to risk your heart, to risk yourself with somebody yeah. who's fickle and says, oh, I want to be with you. And now suddenly I've seen somebody else, you know, something else sparkly has caught my attention. Um, you would have to be very clear that we can remember the past. This is what Six of Cups would say, too. We can remember the past, which could be why we want to reconnect because we had a really good thing before. But we need to make sure that we don't repeat the past. We can't just go back to the way things were, which makes things very tenuous because it's like all of a sudden they get into something else. Boom, you know, they're off. We need a little more maturity or a little more of a willingness to commit to are you in this or not versus I'm in this for the blink of an eye and then all of a sudden I'll blink again and be, in, uh, you know, enthralled by something else. Right. That's going to be on you to kind of set that boundary. Uh, you know, when you reconnect to, to kind of push the person to say, you've got to grow up a little bit. I'm not going to just get into a relationship again with a child who can't focus or make up their mind about something. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've gotten used but, to being able to live calmly after me and him separated, and I do still love him, but I don't want to go back. I do not want to go back well, I, to that. Right. So, but I would just pay attention. I think October, November is going to bring an opportunity for reconnection. And so, you know, certainly pay attention to that, take advantage of that, but also be very clear when you do that it can't just go back to the way things were. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. So the other person you were asking about might be a nice little distraction between now and then, but don't, don't invest too much in this other person that you were asking about. You know, if, if you're able yeah. to go out, you know, and that kind of thing, that's great. Enjoy whatever it is you're able to do together. But don't invest too much in it because I don't know that it's going to have the kind of payoff that you may be looking for, love and relationship-wise. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's fine as a short-term investment, but it's not necessarily where you'd want to put your long-term retirement investment uh, relationship-wise. Right. right. Yeah, makes sense. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much for calling in. Thank you so much. I'll keep listening, too. Excellent. Enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. You, too. All right. All right. Well, and it looks like David was able to reconnect. So um, we're going to go right back to him in just a moment. We're going to take a quick break. But 
I see you there on the line, David. So um, sit back, have a little cup of tea, relax, and I will come to you immediately after this break coming up. I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, baby, when I turn it on. All from my city, all from my home. We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it. Moving so phenomenally.
And we are back, and you're listening to the Soulvox Network monthly call-in show where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. My name is Hi C. I am your host. And if you'd like to get into the queue for a reading, you can connect in from the show page or you can call 646-716-5510. So we're going to go back to David, who was on with us a little while ago, but had a little bit of a disconnection issue. Are you there, David? Yes, I'm here. Excellent. Well, Yay. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, sorry about the technical issue, whatever it was. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> so, it was just kind of strange. Yeah, just cut off. So. <laughs> so I remember. So you were asking about your work situation. Um, yeah, just sort of and, how to define a career or you know future you know money making or something. Because as I mentioned, I was blind, truly blindsided at work. This week, I mean, it just literally came out of the blue in a meeting towards the end of a meeting. I'm like, what? What did you just say? And I just, it just threw me for a loop. And I'm just, I'm at a loss. It's like, okay, where are things going from here? So, All right. Well, certainly what you've just described. Well, first of all, let me ask, what's the day and month of your birth? Uh, actually, it's coming coming up soon. It's uh, June 30th. Oh, well, happy almost birthday. Um, Thank you. So... So you're going to be going into a nine year, and nine is a number of completion or closure or the the ending of a chapter in order to set the stage or open the space for the new to come in. So certainly we would see that if we think of that just in terms of like your work situation, that uh-huh. your um, that this is a year where we want to look at how do I start to see the close of this chapter in order to start writing a new chapter. And I have I have a dog here who has um, dropped his toy and is very upset about the fact that it rolled under a table. Um, if you hear the whining, I don't know if you can hear. Um, yeah. So uh, that that would tell us that certainly we are moving towards shifting something, and uh-huh. that we want to. Um, uh, be be open to saying where do I go from here rather than how do I hold on to what what currently is. The nice thing is that the right. nine is about you know it's the whole year, so it doesn't mean this has to happen tomorrow. It just means that we're starting to look at making this happen in the year to come. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know. If you heard me talking a little bit about the astrology in the previous call, I would say that one thing to think about is July, August, September is a good time to start gently begin moving things towards where we want to go next or what we want to initiate or what we want to create and that kind of thing. So July, August, September is a nice time to say start researching what it is that we want to be looking for so that we can at least start the process of moving in that direction. We don't have to be rush, rush, rushing, but we do gently begin the process. Um, At the end of the year, uh, especially November, December, we have a trine, a Saturn-Uranus trine, and what that is going to do is it says we experience the rewards and results. It's like saying patience pays off. The rewards and the results of things that we have had patience, perseverance, discipline, focus around. So if there are things that we've been working towards rather than giving up on, if there are things that we have allowed to progress or unfold in the way that they needed to rather than trying to push or force them, 
we're likely to see that pay off for us in some way towards the end of this year in, in a very tangible way. The Uranus aspect says, and it also may have some sort of a surprising element to it. So it may come from an unexpected source. It may not look like the way that we thought it would, but trines are very beneficial or auspicious for us. So even though it may not be exactly the way we thought it would be or the timing we thought it would be or how we thought it would look, it, we want to be open to and accept the way that it appears, even if it seems very um, shocking <laughs> in some ways to us or unexpected to us, um, because that unexpectedness is something that we may not have been able to know about or, or, or envision for ourselves, but it's something that it's like saying the universe knows better for us. And so it actually saw something greater or more than we were able to. And it's now going to reveal that to us. And it's up to us whether we're willing to accept it rather than reject it because we think that's not what I thought it would be. Therefore, I'm not going to do it. Or I have such narrow visioned blinders on that I can't see it because I'm not even allowing myself to look that broadly. So, um, so I, I think what one thing that that would say, because Uranus would be very much related to something like what you just described, which is kind of that shock or unexpected development of something. And right. what's happening now is likely to pay off for you towards the end of the year in a surprising way. Um, the first card that came up, which is the tower card, certainly is a card that would represent exactly what you just went through because the tower card is that kind of everything blows up. It's sudden change or radical upheaval. It's the 10.0 earthquake that suddenly shakes everything to its core. This is a card that says this happens because things needed to get shaken up in order for them to actually reveal the possibility of how they could be built in a new way rather than just continuing to operate in or add on to what already is existing. So mm -hmm. sometimes it happens just to kind of shake us up. But, you know, I, I mean, the tower card can represent things like, you know, a reorganization in a company or, you know, right. sudden layoffs or, you know, that kind of thing um, or just a shock announcement. Uh, so um, this is, if nothing else, this card coming up first, reiterates and validates the experience you just went through so that we can accept it as, okay, this happened unexpectedly. This came from the outside. This is nothing that I should have, could have, would have been able to know about or anticipate. So here, right, cause I was, give yourself Yeah, because I was actually told the polar, what happened was a new person was hired to whatever be head of our department, blah, 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 and everything was indicating it was going to go a totally opposite way, what this person said and what the company was saying and all of this stuff. And now it's just all over the map. And this, that's why, again, it was a total thing. And the thing that's really concerning me is that this isn't like, I've been with this company very briefly and I know it's not going to be a career thing, but I have, again, you probably know this, I've talked to you before, had everything ripped away from me over the past few years. I mean, every single thing has been ripped away and I'm just, I, I'm worn out. I'm tired of this constantly happening. And I wasn't expecting miracles from this company, but I was not expecting to hear like, Oh, things are being ripped away again. So, and I'm tired. <laughs> well, so the, the nice thing is that the next card that comes up is the high priestess. And so one thing that that says, so the high priestess actually has kind of a soothing quality to it. It's like going out, you know, if it's, we're, we're warm in the house and we go outside and it's a cool evening air kind of thing. 
That's what the high uh-huh. priestess kind of represents. So, oh. and, it, and the high priestess also represents this idea of the mysteries of things. There's something going on behind the veil um, that we may not be able to see or access or understand just yet. But uh-huh. it, it, it says if we can just relax into the mysteries, what the tower card can often cause us to do is panic. And then we react out of panic and we go into reactionary mode rather Mm -hmm. than acting in a way that is in our best interest. Um, And, you know, here with the high priestess coming up, it says, okay, let's accept there's something bigger going on in terms of a plan than what we may be aware of. And let's not overreact to something or simply go into reactionary mode and do something in the moment that could be detrimental to our longer-term future. So if you can just accept, yes, this was a shock and things are completely different than what they may have initially been presented, then we can say, but I'm not going to react just yet. I'm going to see how they start to to fall into place, how they start to shape up before making any judgments or decisions or taking any actions around this situation. That's good. See, my um, thing is, it sounds, it sounds funny, but it wasn't so much, I mean, this happened, it was shocking, but the reason it's shocking is, and I've mentioned this before, whatever I've called in before, is that this has been going on for literally going on 16 years now. I Again, I've had everything ripped away from me, and it's just been constant, where there's like a little, whatever, six months a year worth of, okay, here's a little bit of something, and then it gets ripped away. And that's where the real shock, and oh. like, I don't understand what this means. <laughs> comes well, from. Well, on the one hand, do you feel something was ripped away from you? I mean, it's not like your job was ripped away from you. It may just be that well, the expectation... No, this is the thing. This may be a possibility because I don't know what this means. And again, I wasn't expecting miracles, and it's a contract job, but it's just like, okay, so this is being potentially ripped away from me again. And I'm trying not to be negative, but... You know, it's well, what does this mean? I mean, you know, I have nothing left, and you know, so the one thing that was sort of going okay just to keep me going is now being taken away, possibly. Now, again, everything could change, and you're right, this, this, but it's just weird, and I don't understand it. And I'm fine with things behind the scenes and stuff, and it's like I'm, but I'm, I mean, it's been 16 years of waiting, in other words. So, so this is this is where the true, like, you know, like what's going on. (laughs) So. Well, but the combination of the tower and the high priestess would say, A, things haven't completely shown themselves. Things haven't completely, you know, um, shaken out and fallen into place for us to understand exactly what's really going on. So I would agree with that, that because, yeah, I would agree with that, definitely. So. Yeah, so don't make that, ju- that, that's why I was saying, don't go into immediate reactionary mode because yeah. we suddenly panic versus the high priestess says, let's wait and see how this unfolds versus assuming we already know what's happening and then doing something that is against our best interest because we're reacting to in the moment yeah. rather than waiting to see what the bigger picture is. The, uh-huh. the card that's in the short term is the reverse death card, and we like that card reverse um, because it says in the short term, in the next few months, or just you know in the near future, we don't necessarily see the death of something. Like reversing it says, there's still life left in something or this is not something that is just suddenly, you know, dying on the vine um, or it's not oh. the ending and letting go of something. So 
if you went into reactionary mode and assumed, oh, this is just like before, and suddenly something's being ripped out from under me, and once again I'm having right. this taken away, and then we react accordingly, you would do yourself a disservice because the okay. reverse death card would be saying, like, we're pulling the plug on somebody that still has a possibility to come back to life. Mm-hmm. So we don't want Okay, to, that's great. You, you know, so we don't assume that the first, if we had that person there, you know, hooked up machines in the hospital, we don't assume that the first downturn that they take means, oh, they must be dying, let's pull the plug now, versus, right. oh, wait, they've taken a downturn or sudden, something has happened unexpectedly, but this would say there's still, they can pull through or there's still something that can be done. We don't want to rush to just pull the plug now because this doesn't mean that it's the end. Yeah. So, you know, so that also is reassuring, and this is where the high priestess would also come in. Because it says there's other things left to reveal themselves about the situation. And we want to wait and see what all of those are rather than thinking we already know and now we're going to jump the gun and react in a way that isn't necessarily good or beneficial or right Right. for you. So I don't think that you're going to see this being just a repetition of what you feel you've experienced before. This is just, yes, a shock and something that's out of the blue. But there's more to it than what you might be seeing or being able to understand at the moment, and it isn't necessarily the indication of an ending versus just the uh, indication of some transformation going on. Yeah, it's just the whole thing's really bizarre because this coming week we're doing this for the first time ever, and I've been there, whatever, two years. We're doing this thing called team building, and the reason that's significant is because they specifically delayed the team building until they had everybody in place because some people had to be let go and shifting positions. So in other words, they literally said the people that are in this team building are the people we're going to keep and quote-unquote invest in. And then, of course, then it, which is okay, that's one message. And then, again, this whole thing happened this past week. That's why it was so weird. So I'm willing to wait. It, it's fine, and it's just, it's just, like I said, it was just like, what? what? You know, it's just, it, it was just weird. Well, but, so. you, you know, Here's what I will also say about that high priestess thing. So first of all, I would say if they have been restructuring things or letting people go and then they said the people that are part of this team building thing are the people that they're keeping, it sounds as if, well, you're still there and you're going to be part of this team building thing. Therefore, yes, I agree. that would probably be an indication that you're one of the people that they're keeping around. So just because of this unexpected development that's happening don't jump to a conclusion because other things are pointing to, wait, no, (laughs) there's been a lot of other things going on, and certainly I wasn't a part of that, so I'm still here. I'm still part of this team-building thing. They've made this indication. Two, um, Neptune went retrograde last week and will be retrograde through November 17th. Now, Neptune is a planet that actually represents things like fogginess and confusion and illusion and, you know, all that kind of stuff. When it goes retrograde, it's actually kind of a good thing in some ways because it says where we have had fogginess or confusion or where there has been illusion, even that it's been self-created, we start to gain clarity. The fog starts to lift or we're no longer able to maintain the illusion we might have created for ourselves versus having to see or face what the truth of the reality of something is. So over the next couple of months, this would say, this is why the high priestess says have a little patience. Over the next couple of months with Neptune retrograde, we're going to start to see things become more clear or we're going to be able to make much more sense out of what's happening. So let's not fall into creating an illusion that we think of what's happening 
versus allowing it to actually reveal itself for what is really happening. And there are indications that say, you're still around, therefore let's not right. jump to a conclusion just because something else happened unexpectedly. Um, yeah, again, again it, was, it, was, it was really strange because everything was pointing to, yeah, okay, fine, this is the team. But then I was literally told in a meeting, we're going to you know, maybe cut your hours, which ultimately could mean we're going to get rid of the position. So this is why it was such – so I'm not sort of guessing something per se. It was just, it was just literally well, told to me outright. But then even then, it's just like, well, maybe, and we're going to look, relook at this. I'm like, <laughs> it's just strange, so. Well, but the reverse death card would, 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 would be a literal card to say that they're not completely cutting something off. Right. If, it may, if there is, a, you know, maybe there is a reduction of hours, but they're not taking the position away. So right, but the reduction of hours is going to be very detrimental. Um, I mean, I'm going to be looking for other positions and everything, but it was just, it was, it was again, it truly was a 180-degree turn from everything I was told and where the company was going, and then to hear that in one sentence. So that's, yeah, again, I'm willing, I'm willing to wait and, and see what happens. And I know there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that I'm not a part of, and they may not even know because, this company perpetually changes, sometimes almost weekly. So, <laughs> but it is just strange. So, uh, yes, but I think that in this instance, while it can be a shock to the system, because when we're not aware of what's happening behind the scenes, and all of a sudden something happens, it can be a little bit of a, a shock. Right. Um, but it also means we're not aware of all of the reasoning or all of the things that are going on as to what led to what seems like a surprise or a shock. It may have been something mm -hmm. that's been in you know, in the works for a couple of months, but of course we're not privy to that. So it seems all of a sudden, and that's where the, right. the high priestess card kind of reassures us in that way. Um, so, uh, you know, so it doesn't mean don't, um, don't pay attention to this, which may mean, let me start seeing what other opportunities may be out there. The nice thing is right. with Mars going direct at the end of the week, as we move into July, August, September, we're likely to start to see opportunities open up or other things out there that are now um, able to be moved on or that we're now able to make progress on if we sought them out or applied for them or that kind of thing. Oh, good. Whereas prior to that, we, we, were, we would have met a lot of roadblocks or they wouldn't have felt like they went anywhere. So you're actually oh, moving into a good period to be looking at what other opportunities there may be and feel as if you're able to make progress on those. And this could just be the, 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 the wake-up call that says, okay, and now it's like the flag dropping, you know, to say, okay, go. Right. Um, you know, so you're not going to be let go from this position overnight, you know, especially not right. in the next couple True. of months because of that death card. I, I mean, if we, if we went literal with the death card, it would point to Scorpio. So it would say that we, we probably are fine through at least November. <laughs> But the nice thing uh -huh. is when we talk about the astrology of things, November, December is when we see an unexpected and in this way it would be a beneficial thing, not like we're caught by surprise by suddenly getting fired, but an unexpected um, reward or an, something develops or a result of something comes about surprisingly or unexpectedly. That could be where you start to apply for other positions over the next couple of months. You don't necessarily hear anything back right away. And just as you start to see the writing on the wall or start to be told that maybe we're going to be reducing or taking your position away at this current company by the end of the year, 
then all of a sudden you hear from one of these other places that you had written off because you hadn't heard from them. They say, okay, now we're, we have this position that just opened up again because as we go to the new year, we have the new budget and we can start bringing in new contractors. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of yeah. how we would see that unfold. But part of it is you have to put in some of that effort over the next few months of you know reaching out and applying and doing whatever it is you right. need to do. Just don't expect it to be overnight and also don't um, use the opportunity you have because you, you, you're okay where you're at for the moment. So we can use that to say, okay, I've got this little cushion here. Let me take advantage of that by looking to see what other opportunities there are and getting that going in some way, setting that in motion in some way, knowing it's not going right. to pay off overnight, but it's likely to pay off towards the end of the year. And that'll probably fall right in line with when some other indication about where you're currently at comes about. Cool. No good. And so uh, I don't know if you want to pull another card, but I, I'm the last thing I'll say is um, I'm trying. I keep trying to do this side business to make it my main business, um, and I know I've, I've been blocking myself perpetually. I'm getting better at it, and that's what I'm hoping the future is. Does that look that way? Because I really don't want to keep working for companies and on and on and on. So, and this thing potentially could make a lot of money um, that I'm doing on the side, but it's just it's been going on forever. So. Um. Well, I'll say a couple of things around that. One, the Two of Swords comes up, which says that you're, you may have to split yourself for a little while, uh, but this is more in the immediate. But it all, Two True. of Swords can also indicate that there are, um, we kind of want to sit on the fence for the moment. We're going to have choices about some things, or different oh. options are going to open up around things, but we don't want to necessarily choose one thing over the other just yet. So True, and I know I, financially I can't do that anyways, but that makes total sense. So. But again, I would come back to paying attention because the Eight of Wands then comes up, which to me is a very Sagittarius kind of card. And I would pay attention again to the end of the year that the, the November, December timeframe, there's very much likely to be something around this as well that is cool. going to come up that you may not have been anticipating. And Eight of, I mean, eight of Wands would also say you, you're going to have to be willing to or be prepared to act quickly or jump on something right away when it comes up. So make sure whatever you need to do to have things in place or to be as prepared as possible for when an opportunity suddenly presents itself, that you can grab it and run with it, that's going to be key. Okay, cool. That makes sense. And that's what I would anticipate towards the end of the year. So use between now and then to make sure whatever it is you need to do around this other thing you're doing, if there's anything that isn't quite in place or that you haven't thought of or that you haven't gotten information about or whatever it is, make sure you've done all of that so that when something suddenly happens or opens up or presents itself, you can say, okay, go, rather than, that would be great. Can you give me a week because I've got to go over and now I've got to get this. I haven't done this yet, you know, kind of thing. We don't want that right. to be the case. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. No, I, I totally agree. So cool. So we, we get to kind of do all of this – this is kind of the thing with this Mars retrograde. We've been under a lot of retrogrades, actually, but especially with Mars retrograde suddenly going direct, it's almost as if we've been pulling the, the slingshot back and back and back, and then all of a sudden somebody lets go and everything lurches forward. So over the next couple of months, we're really likely to see a lot of things progressing. I mean, the Eight of Wands here could also point to August. I would really pay attention to August as well. Um, okay. So, you know, but it's going to feel as if suddenly everything seems to be happening at once or everything that seems to be going at the pace of a snail suddenly 
picks up speed and is now going at a race car and it's like, okay, could, could, could we just get one of these things going rather than everything all of a sudden having to go at once? So, um, you know, but it's going to be on you just to kind of say, okay, let me just do everything I can to be as prepared as possible and have everything in place to take advantage of whatever comes along in that moment rather than feeling caught off guard or feeling as if I have to try to put it off or slow it down or delay it because there's something else I haven't done yet that I could have done previously, I just hadn't gotten around to, and now that's potentially going to jeopardize my ability to take full advantage of something that is presenting itself in the moment. Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying with that. I I totally, yes, yes, absolutely. I I totally get that. So, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Cool. So, one, one, I would pay attention to August. I think there may be something there that suddenly is, is an opening opportunity or, you know, move something forward. But I would also, I think, probably point even more towards the latter part of the year, December in particular, because that would be Sagittarius, um, as to when some surprise development opens up or unexpected opportunity presents itself that we want to be able to grab and run with. Okay. All yeah. right. That's great. Thank you very much. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome, and thanks for your patience with the slight technical snafu, no but I'm glad that we were able to get you back in here and get that done. Great. <laughs> thanks. You're welcome. Enjoy the rest of the day. You too. All right. So let's go to our next caller, and this is going to be someone who is calling from area code 910. Are you Hi, there? how are you today? But I am great. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I just what, have... What's your um, name and where you, well, well, first let me I'm just sorry? ask what's your name and where are you calling My from? name is Kathy, and I'm from North Carolina. All right, well, welcome to the show. Um, what thank is it you. What would you like us to look at for you? Um, the last couple months I've been feeling um, that... I need to relocate. Now, I'm grateful that I have a job that I can work for from anywhere, but my husband doesn't. And, and and I'm just wondering where this feeling is coming from because I have children and grandchildren located in in the area that I am, but I feel like there's some sort of shift going on, and I can't figure out what it is. Uh, what's the day and month of your birth? Uh, 826. All right. So. so there's a lot to point to. Um, this, this isn't just a feeling. Um, it's yeah. actually something. It's kind of like this is the, it's like this is the on-ramp or um, what is getting ready to happen or open up for you in your life. And instead of pulling off the road or trying to back down off of the on-ramp, we are going to need you to fully embrace (laughs) moving up the on-ramp and getting onto that freeway that is going to propel or move forward. So I say that because as of your birthday, you'll go into a year represented by the number and represented by what's called the chariot card. And there is a... Hold on. Sure. 
Um, so, um, so the chariot card is very much a card about speed and movement, and it's, uh, it represents a year where it's going to be about being on the go and really getting things going, and uh, it is a card about travel and movement, so there is a sense that everything you're experiencing is setting you up for uh, making some sort of significant move or change. And whether that is an actual move of where you're living or whether that becomes more of like a career move of some sort um, or that your career suddenly hits the fast track, then that's going to really kick into high gear after your birthday. So just think like September and onwards. Um, and if you've been listening earlier, I would I would anticipate that something surprising from that is going to come about or, or an unexpected opportunity is going to come about around November, December for you to really grab hold and run with. Um, and I that's a, a, a positive? Oh, yes, because it, 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 from the astrological standpoint, it's a trine, and trines are always very beneficial or auspicious. So, yes, it's a, it's a surprising or unexpected development that brings us reward, opportunity, um, uh, positive result, if you will. Um, and, you know, and the cards that I've pulled also represent that because we start off with the Six of Wands, which says you have been successful and we now want to capitalize on that success. We may uh, look for opportunities that especially allow you to move into a greater position of prominence or take on greater responsibility or step into the spotlight a lot more uh, in order to um, become, it's like stepping to the next level um, or becoming more acknowledged for who you are and what you have to offer. Uh, and we want to build on that rather than try to delay that. Um, and staying where you're at, the two cards that come up are the Ten of Pentacles reverse followed by the Magician reverse. That says if you just stay where you're at, you, you've done everything that you can. You're going to start seeing diminishing rewards or, or um, results from being there. Um, it's like if you've had a successful apple tree and it's given you lots of apples every year. The Ten of Pentacles reverse says even if you keep putting more work into to maintaining that apple tree, you're going to get less and less fruits from your labors. And then the Magician card reverse, the first 22 cards of the tarot are the major arcana. They represent major phases and cycles of our life. The Magician is the first card for that. So the reversal of it says there's really not a next chapter by staying where you're at. If you do so, you're going to not be able to realize the full vision or potential of what you see yourself doing or what life has to offer you. And so we, we can undermine or undercut ourselves in that way, or we can be willing to make a move or make a shift when the opportunity presents itself in order to actually start writing and, and engaging the next chapter of our lives. The cards so, that came up... I'm sorry, go ahead. I apologize. No, no, go ahead. That's all right, go ahead. So does this mean that my career path, is the job that I have now, is changing? Yes. Um, especially with that chariot card coming in there, uh, but also uh, the the two cards that came up for making a move or going in a new direction. We have the Ten of Cups and the Ace of Wands. The, the, the chariot card very often is a card that has a lot to do with career or our goals and ambitions in life. And it says it's time for us to start 
moving forward and, and, and moving onward rather than staying stuck or looking backward. Um, and so this isn't necessarily saying that it has to be a brand new career. Uh, I mean, if that's something you've been considering, then this would be a year for you to actually engage that. But more likely what this is suggesting is it's time to really hit the gas pedal and accelerate into the next level of your career, to move to the next stage, to take on that next level of opportunity uh, um, and, and, and move into what that next uh, phase would be. Uh, because the Ten of Cups comes up first for making some sort of a shift, move, or change in a new direction. And Ten of Cups is like ultimate happiness and fulfillment and satisfaction. Also, the nice thing is the Ten of Cups is kind of the, it's like the ultimate relationship card. And so it would also say that by making this change or move, everyone around you is going to benefit. So when you talk about your husband, your kids, and all that kind of thing, Ten of Cups Mm -hmm. says you're going to bring everybody along for the ride, and everybody, even if they don't realize it right away, you know, it'd be like everybody getting in the car all, oh, I don't want to have to go for this eight-hour drive. And you're like, no, you're going to love it when we get there, I promise. Yeah, I don't want to be in the car for eight hours. No, I promise you're going to love it. That's what the Ten of Cups says, because by the time you get to where it's taking you, they're all going to be like, oh, my gosh, this is great. So they get to come along for the ride, and everybody ends up very happy and satisfied with how this transpires. But the chariot card says you're in the driver's seat. So you have to be the one who leads the charge and gets everybody in and then says, this is how we're, you know, this is where we're heading. Okay, so that makes sense and to the, to the, to the degree that November we all will be making a trip for my husband's 60th birthday and, and everybody's reluctant because my family is very much homebodies. And... <laughs> <laughs> very much homebodies <laughs> and um but and and that excites me that that's a possibility that they will all go and and have a good time i'm but I'm just wondering if um, the, the job that I have now is going to change because this job that I have now allows me to work anywhere. Well, because I, I, you know, as long as I have an internet connection, I'm a customer service representative, and I can work anywhere, and move anywhere that I want, and still maintain this job. So, does that? Do you see that my job is changing? Uh, not necessarily, because okay. whatever you're doing is going to either support or facilitate or you choose it based on it allowing you, this is where the chariot really comes in, based on allowing you the flexibility and adaptability to be able to be on the move. So it supports all of that. Um, and therefore, we don't necessarily, even if you, even if you got a new job, it would right. still be a job that allows you to be able to live where you want to live. The key thing is for you to identify, it's kind of like you're the visionary, and even though mm-hmm. nobody else around you can see the vision and see how that could possibly work out well or can be happy right. for them, you right. just say, I've got the vision, just get in the car. <laughs> um, so you have to be the driving force here. 
but we really okay. want you to be on the go and on the move to heading in the direction to where you see your destination being right for you. So it encourages a move. You may not know exactly what that is yet, and we want you to spend right. a little time with that, um, right. you know, considering that more, more seriously and then thinking about more specifically places that you feel like you'd want to move to and that kind of thing. The right. Ace of Wands the um, Ace of Wands coming up here would say, one, if you do that now, you're likely to have that kind of breakthrough of clarity in August. And then I would encourage you to really begin to figure out what that means, where that is, and how you need to get there, and then start to fully engage setting that in motion in December. Um, Partially because the Ace of Wands is, is... all fire. So I'm looking at the fire signs as kind of a timing aspect. So we have Leo for August and Sagittarius for December. And also because we have that trine at the end of the year, October, November, December, which says something surprising or unexpected opens up or presents itself in a beneficial way. Um, and therefore, we then want to take action on that. And so I would anticipate if you have a clear vision and have that kind of breakthrough of vision um, around August, when that unexpected aspect comes about, you'll know exactly how that seems to play into that vision and can then take immediate action on it to say, there it is, that's what I've been waiting for, that's what I needed, that's the information that had to come through, that's what I needed in terms of understanding how I can make this happen, now I just jump on it and run with it. And that's what's likely to happen in that November-December time frame with really kind of engaging it or setting an emotion or it becoming a reality for what you're stepping into or towards in December. Okay. That makes sense. I appreciate your time. And you're welcome. Your, and your advice. I hope you have sure. a wonderful weekend. You too. I look forward to finding out where you end up. I'll call you back. Excellent. During that time. Enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah. Yes, sir, you too. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right. So let's see. If I, um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to go to someone who's calling from area code 402. Uh, so if you're in area code 402 and waiting for a reading, you're going to be next right after this break. My name is Hi C. You're listening to the Soulvox Network monthly call-in show for getting readings live on the air. And we will be right back after this. I can relax Oh, when I get around you I can't hide the 
And welcome back. You're listening to the Solvox Network's live call-in show, where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. If you'd like to get into the queue for a reading, you can do so by connecting in from the show page, or you can call 646-716-5510. My name is Hi C, and I host a couple of shows here on the Solvox Network, Revolution on the Second Sundays and the Amethyst Oracle on the Second Tuesdays. Uh, I also offer private sessions if you are interested in, in exploring more of either what we talk about in the reading here today or other things in your life. And you can contact me at HIC, H-I-C, at tarotbyhic.net, or you can visit my website, tarotbyhic.net, to see more information about the different services and things that I offer and contact me that way. Or on Facebook, facebook.com slash You can find me there, like the page, and or send me a message that way. So we're going to go to our next caller, and our next caller is calling from area code 402. Are you there, caller in area code 402? Yes, hi. Um, thank you for taking my call. I'm, uh, my name is Sharon, and I'm. my question is regarding relationships. I've had... Okay. Um, a lot of stuff going on here, and um, it seems like everybody who says they're going to help doesn't, <laughs> and I don't know what's going on. So are we talking about, um, like, romantic relationships, or are we talking about relationships with other people in your life in some way? Yeah, relationships with other people in my life. Okay, and so where where people are saying that they're going to offer help or support, it right. does, they don't seem to be following through on that. Right, or they're being, you know, somehow, I'm not sure. Okay, um, what's the day and month of your birth? Um, August 31st. All right. Um, so, um, now, one thing I would say, if you've been listening to uh, some of the previous calls in terms of the astrology of things, you may find that as we move through the summer and beyond, that. Um, where there seems to be constant roadblocks or things seem to not happen um, or, or people didn't follow through in some ways, um, you may be able to start making connections or start finding that people are actually following through more so than what it has seemed in the earlier part of this year. Um, so we, we do like that aspect in the sense that I don't think that what you've been experiencing is going to be permanent versus we're going to see it shifting relatively soon. And the cards that are coming up would also support that because um, especially the uh, the first card that comes up is the Seven of Wands reversed. And that says that we've gotten a lot of pushback on things, but where we have been meeting our greatest challenges or feeling the greatest resistance, and here I would um, you know, define that resistance and pushback as people not following through and that kind of thing. Um, but 
it's going to start easing up. Uh, reversing the seven of wands can say that the, the challenges we've been faced with or what we feel has been coming at us is going to start lessening or dissipating. Now, one thing I would say with this card, I always think of the seven of wands as a card of playing king of the hill. And when it reverses, it says, stop putting so much energy into trying to support, maintain, or hold on to something versus recognizing when it's better to just accept it's not worth the energy and there are plenty of other hills out there. It's time for me to look elsewhere and to move onward rather than to keep trying to hold on to, wait for, or push for this thing here that I keep hitting my head against to somehow change or happen. So that may mean that some people that you have thought you could rely on, that you keep trying to wait on or keep trying to maintain relationship with, there may need to be a willingness to let those fall away so that you can start opening up space for the possibility of new connections, new support, new relationships, friendships, et cetera, that actually will be much more in alignment with what you need and much more cognizant of who you are and being part of your life rather than you just seeing you as part of their lives and just treating you as if you need to be there to somehow serve them. Um, that's followed by the yeah. three of wands. Which, go ahead. I was just going to say, I probably should have, there are actually people trying to stop me from succeeding. So, um, well, what, why, why, why do those people continue to be around you? Can you not step away from them? Because or? they live around me. Yeah, because they've done things and they don't want to get caught, so they're trying to um, hurt me. So, is well, the Three of Wands comes up here, and it, it, it would ask, as well as the, the Page of Pentacles coming up here in a minute, it would ask, is there any possibility of you being able to move? Right. No. I have nowhere to go. No means to do it. Okay. Um, so then I'm going to suggest a couple of things. They're called magical remedies. But I'm going to suggest a couple of things that you may consider doing that can um, help the situation energetically for where you are. One is we want to create some we need to deflect and we need to protect, basically. So right. deflect means we need to create some energy in your space that um, causes what may come towards your space to bounce away rather than to be able to come in and affect. So there's a couple right. of ways to do this. Um, one is, if you want to take kind of a feng shui approach, uh, one is you would get mirrors and you would hang them, if you can, hang them out. Are you in a house or an apartment or what? Um, yeah, kind of a condo detached. Okay. So if you can hang them outside, you would want to hang them outside the wall uh, towards the direction from where it tends to come from. So like if it was a neighbor on one side, you know, or something like that. And you want it hanging so that the mirror part is hanging towards that person, place, or thing. Um, because it'd be like, uh, if you can't hang it on the outside, 
then hang it on the inside of the wall, but the mirror part is going to face the wall. Because right. the idea is that that mirror acts as a deflection. So something that would come at it, it would, it would bounce back. You know, just like when light hits the mirror and suddenly it bounces back and blinds it. Um, so if you can hang it outside, do that. Otherwise, you know, hang it uh, inside, but make sure that the mirror is facing out. Um, and, you know, either do that in the, the direction that it mostly comes from or do it on the four walls in order for it to be completely surrounded. Secondly, um, I would want you to clear the space. And you could either do this in a couple of ways, and you can either combine them or just choose which one might work best for you. Uh, one is to get a black candle. And... If you know the names of the people, or if you don't know the names, then what I would do is I would say um, from all four directions. And what you're going to do is you're going to carve that in the candle itself. So just take like a nail, you know, and use that to just carve. And it doesn't have to be a work of art. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just you carving it in is putting that energy and intention into that candle. <laughs> um, so you would carve that into the candle. Now here, preferably, I would want you to put that in the center of the room or center of the house, but if it's like in the living room, just in the center of the living room, so there's just kind of that center aspect. You're going to light that candle. If you can, light the candle and let it burn completely out. So make sure you put it, you know, in a safe place, on a safe dish, etc. If you can't do that, that's okay. You would just light it and put it out, preferably at the same time each day, until the candle burns out. Um, when you light the candle, you want to say something. And if you're going to relight the candle multiple times, write down what you say so that you can say the exact same thing every time you light the candle. And that's going to be something like, so what the black candle is going to do, the black candle is going to absorb all of the energy, all of the negative energy, all of the things that are coming at us from any direction, in order to be rid of it. Think of the black kind of like a black hole. So we're using this candle to pull and absorb all of that in so that it no longer is part of our space and no longer can affect us. And then you can say something to that effect. As I light this candle, may all negative, harmful, or unwanted energy coming from any direction be absorbed and disappear or be absorbed and dissipated or however you want to say it. Um, if you light the candle multiple times, then just say that same thing every time you light the candle. Um, in addition to that, if you want to, or instead of that, if you prefer, you would want to smudge the space. Um, are you familiar with smudging, like with sage? Yes. Okay. So um, here we'd probably want to use something relatively strong. Um, you know, so you could use Sage, Palo Santo, which is a wood that you can use, which is also really good. Um, or if you'd prefer to do a wash, you can do that. So you would create a wash with um, a little bit of ammonia or vinegar uh, with some lemon. If you want to get herbs for it, you would put things in there like agrimony. Um, you could also put some of the sage into there instead. Uh, and you create a wash that you then use to wash the floors and wipe the doors and the windowsills with. Um, that's going to help 
clear and create a bit of a protected space. Then after you've done that, you're going to want to either a candle or an incense, or you could do another wasp if you really wanted to. Um, you're going to do something to now set the boundary and fill the space with what you want in there, which means that space is now unavailable for things that you don't want to be in there. So um, if you think about what you would want to fill that space with, what kind of space would, or what kind of energy would you want in your space to live in? What do you feel is right. needed that's getting, that, that, that is getting undermined? Um, you mean energy-wise? Yes. Um, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Okay. So there, there's a couple of things you could do. One, you could do uh, a white candle. Or if you want to go someplace where you could get a candle that has a picture of, well, <laughs> um, if you can go someplace that has a picture of um, uh, Jesus or the, you know, Mary or whoever it is that, that you would want, um, use that candle. One, I would carve your name into that candle so that it connects it to you directly, uh, and then have a prayer for you to say um, when you light that candle. This I would prefer not to burn all at once, but instead you would do over the course of a certain number of days. Um, so either do it for at least seven days, um, or if you want to do it like on the same day every week over the course of however long the candle lasts, that would be fine too. Um, Can I? If you want, why? yes you may. Honey, why would you not want it to burn all at once? Well, because what we're trying to do is we're trying to establish, cultivate, and maintain that energy in the space. So it's like instead of going out and running, you know, a 300-yard sprint and exhausting ourselves, we're burning a candle for a marathon. So we're doing it so that it becomes something that kind of gets set in the space and is now there for the long term. And we, right. we mimic the long term by doing the candle over a period of time rather than all at once. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you want to either add to the candle essential oils of frankincense and myrrh, or if you want to get frankincense and myrrh and burn it in the house as an incense, that's also something that you could do. And you could, you could um, alternate those. So if you had the incense, let's say that you light the candle every Sunday. And then Monday through Saturday, you burn a little bit of frankincense and myrrh incense each day in order to help fill and set that space in that way as well. Because what these are doing, they're actually creating a space that is um, consecrated, protected, cleared of negativity, and then helps, it's like purifying the space. And then you living in that space means you become infused with this new energy, which helps you to remain clear and protected from whatever is around you or whatever might come at you. Right. Makes sense. And what you will find is as you do this, even though it may not happen overnight, but what you would find is as you're doing this, and, and a really great time to start this, would be, 
Let's see, I can look up a really great time to start this. As soon as I find what I need to look at the time. Um, I would start this on the new moon, which is probably coming up in about a week. Um, so I would, I would do the black candle portion now or the wash or whatever it is you're going to do, whichever way you're going to do that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then let me just see when the next new moon is going to be. Um, so doing that between now and the new moon would be really great. So the new moon is, oh, so the new moon is basically on, uh, where are you located? Midwest, right smack in the middle of the country. Okay. So um, it's just so I know which time zone to be looking at here. So the, the new moon Central. is actually going to, yeah. So the new moon is going to be on July 4th. So if you could do the black candle and or the wash, between now and July 4th. And then on July 4th, which is an easy day to remember, <laughs> um, on July 4th, that's when you would start the white candle and or the incense if you're going to do that as well. Um, but you could do the incense the following day too. Um, you right. know, and then from then on, however you want to do that, whether it's do, the, uh, you know, do a white candle every day or do the white candle once a week and then incense in between or however you decide that you're going to do that would be fine. Um, another very traditional thing to protect a space, create a boundary for a space, is also to surround it with um, sea salt and red wine. Now, I realize you may not be able to go all the way around your property with sea salt, but if you can at least sprinkle sea salt, uh, you, you, uh, well, undoubtedly you have some place where you come in a front door. <laughs> I, I, I'm doubting you teleport through walls to get into your condo. Um, Actually, so there, out- there is an attic <laughs> that the people have been breaking in through. Ah, well, make sure, A, when you do the wash, uh, even if you don't do the wash for the rest of the place, because uh, I would still at least go up to where it's been, people have been breaking in. I would go up into that space and do a wash, especially around whatever the areas are that they tend to break through, like if there's a window or more than one window or whatever. Um, but uh, the, the other thing to do is you would often, with the salt or the wine, even if you can't do that all the way around the property, you would put salt um, in front of your front door because it, it, it blocks and stops any negative, harmful, um, or unwanted energy coming into the space because the door represents how things come in. And you would also do that like if you have a, let's say, a sliding door out to a back patio or balcony or something, you would also do it there. It's like anywhere that there is an entrance into the space, you would sprinkle salt at least. Um, you know, you know um, and yeah, I have done the things that, you know, you're talking about. I haven't been able to cleanse the place the way I wanted to because of uh, my health, the, my strength, um, you know, getting to all the nooks and crannies and everything. But the problem has been them coming back in in the constant. Um, well, one, one, oftentimes one reason for that is because people forget the second step. We, we cleanse the space, but then okay. that leaves that space void. And so it says anything that comes into that space next is what's going to fill it. But if we fill the space, this is why I then had you do like the white candle, sure. the you know, right. frankincense and myrrh. If we fill the space with what we want in there, 
energetically what we've done is we said now this space is filled and there's no room for what is unwanted to be able to come in. Right. So that's um, where the second step is really important. And the cleansing, you know, even if you can just create a little bit of a wash to use a rag to go around the windows and the doors, uh, you know, hopefully you can at least do that. You don't have to do like a hardcore spring cleaning and move all the furniture out or anything like that. Um, but this is also where the black candle can help too, because if you can just do like the windows and doors and then let the black candle do the rest for the rest of the space, that'll be fine. And you know, in the attic space, if you can get to the attic, um, I would put some salt there in front of wherever they tend to break through as well. I have a question. One time I put salt down and I hadn't done a, you know, cleansing beforehand. Did I lock? Can you lock that things in? Well, sure. <laughs> you know, just like if if you spilled water on a rug and never cleaned it up, it's going to start to mold. So, you know, I, I don't want you to take this as turning it around on yourself and judging yourself for having done something wrong or that somehow it's your fault. But right. if we don't, you know, if we didn't clean it out, we can't be surprised that something festered because we right. just left it there, and you know, for that to happen. So that's why right. in, in what I'm talking about is we do it as a step-by-step -step process so that we clean everything out. So now it's reset to zero, and then we fill and create it with what we want it to be rather than right. just trying to do something on top of what's already there. It's like, oh. The rug got wet. Just move the chair on top of that. Right. right. And then we're surprised right. that there's mold, <laughs> you know. Right. It's like, well, wait, why don't you right. clean up where the water was first, then move the chair, and that'll be fine. Right. Um, you know, right. so that's why, you know, this, this process that I'm describing, this is why we do it kind of in this order of things. You know, um, you, I guess I'm just, we're also dealing with free will here, too, with uh, people, you know. And I wonder, well, do you see anybody, any human person coming in to help me with any of this? So the card that came up in the short term is the Page of Pentacles. Anytime we have a card representing people, like Page, Knight, King, King, they can represent us, but they can also represent people outside of us. And, um, and I will say if there's health issues in terms of burning incense because of the smoke, you can also diffuse the oil. So if you've got like frankincense and myrrh oil, you can put it on the white candle. You can also have an oil diffuser and diffuse it that way if the smoke from burning and incense is, is going to be problematic. I just wanted to toss that in just in case. Uh -huh. um, the page of, page of Pentacles, it's in the position of the next one to three months. Specifically, it's an earth card, so it would say probably around September. Um, pages represents the new, and it would represent there is likely somebody new that is coming who is going to be on our side, who is going to be willing to help us, who is going to be helping us to accomplish the goals that we want to do. Um, Page of Pentacles is often a card that represents the apprentice. So it says there's somebody who is going to be willing to take us under their wing and help us and support us, but they're helping us by showing us how to do it. Just like the apprentice learns through doing. They don't just go sit in a classroom. They actually go and they're doing under the mentorship of somebody else. So one Pay attention to that, too. It could be somebody younger than you. Pages uh, would very likely be somebody younger than you. Um, it can represent literally a student of some sort. 
Um, so this might be somebody who is, is willing to help. It, it makes me think of like, you know, like a friend of mine needed to have some different things done, like for a website and, and some other things uh, technologically that she was doing. So she went and she, you know, hired a college student to help her to do that. And so this would be a similar kind of thing. Pay, that, that there likely is somebody who is coming. They're likely to be somewhat younger in some way than you, um, and that they are also going to be helping you by being part of what you're doing rather than doing it for you. You're, you're going to be part of the process yourself. And I would anticipate that probably September in particular, right at the end of August or beginning of September, is, is key as to when they come in, which also makes sense because that's your birthday, which means that's the energetic shift that we have every year is on our birthday. Well, um, I kind of want them here tomorrow. <laughs> well, but I think that what you will find is if you do some of the things we were talking about, you're going to shift the space that you live in, which is also going to shift your own personal energy, and that's going to start to become something that attracts in someone. I mean, Page of Pentacles could say if you meet somebody it, literally who is a Taurus <laughs> or any earth sign, probably like Taurus, um, Virgo, or Capricorn, but Page of Pentacles is literally the, the card of Taurus. Um, but doing the things to shift the energy in your space and in and around yourself is going to be key to what opens the door or creates the space and creates the attraction to pull that person into your life. So that's why if you can do the black candle soon and then start with the white candle and the, the frankincense and myrrh and the other things and, and you know laying the salt and all of that, if you can start um, the, the black candle between now and July 4th, meaning next Monday, um, and then... Uh, on July 4th, starting the white candle and all of the other things, you will find that that will set that in motion to start creating the space that pulls that into you. So, it, I mean, being in the short term says it's going to appear sooner rather than later, but the pentacles says it's going to be a result of something that we do that creates the sooner uh, aspect of that. So start doing the processes we were talking about that will set that emotion to draw that in sooner rather than later. It, may, it, does, it doesn't have to wait until September. September may just mean you feel as if things have really shifted and you had already found the person that was helping you to do that, and now things yeah. seem to be turning around. I have some uh, legal issues, you know, re around all of this. Do you see the, any legal help coming in? Well, you know, the fact that the five of wands is here, I mean, so A, the three of wands is here in the helpful position. So it says that things are going to start feeling lighter or things are going to start opening up or expanding. I would anticipate that'll start in July. That's why I wanted you to kind of get this um, going relatively soon right. because um, from the astrological standpoint with Mars going direct and all of that, if we can take advantage of Mars retrograde by doing the black candle part, that actually will go direct to June 29th. But if we can start doing that now through July 4th, then Mars will have gone direct. Energies will have opened up for things to start shifting, moving, expanding. Um, then we will be tapped right into that by starting to do the white candle and the other things that I said. That's going to then bring, and, and I think that the Page of Pentacles would say somebody who's going to help you in a very tangible way. Um, and Five of Wands follows that, which 
can be about engaging in a battle or struggle, but Five of Wands says we're hashing things out, which means we're not doing it alone. So there's a lot to indicate that the help or support or assistance that you need um, that will make a real difference, that's the pentacles, like that tangible difference, is coming, and it's coming relatively soon. I think the key is it's going to be as a result of something you do. And what I've just done is given you things that you can do so that energetically you start to set and create a space that's going to pull that into your life by creating a boundary to move out and keep out the things that get in the way of that and then set an energy that helps to draw in what is truly right for you. Okay. Well, I appreciate your kind and explanation. And the things that I I suggested, they may sound complicated or cumbersome, but you'll find the things that I suggested are all easy to get in terms of the candles and things and summer and all of that. And when you start doing it, you'll find it's... I was just going to say, you know, um, the frustration of it is that I've done all that except for a black candle. Um, but I've done the, the less salt several times through the years. I had the priest come in and say a mass and, you know. Well, the, the, the fact that you say you hadn't done the black candle portion says I kept trying to add to without ever clearing and removing before doing that. So it's it's kind of like, what we were trying to do was getting lost underneath the couch and buried someplace. I mean, I did go, I've gone through the house to try to cleanse it, just didn't use a black candle. I mean, I've blessed, had the house blessed. I've had, you know, I've done that. I just haven't used a black candle. Well, but But I've gone through with sage and I've gone through with holy water and I've had the priest come in and I've done that. Well, part of why I was suggesting this is because with the cards that came up, there seems to be uh-huh. something that is opening up for this to become, to, to, to be more effective. So okay. it may just be that this is now the right time, and it may be if we can combine some of these things with the right. mirrors that I suggested at the beginning, with the, yeah. you know, then, then the process of doing like the black candle and the wash, and then uh-huh. pouring the salt, you know, play, placing the salt outside the doors. That's that's one of the key things with the salt. If you want to place it outside, not inside. Oh, really? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and so um, that's why I like putting it outside the front door and outside, say, the door that goes to the patio or whatever, wherever the entrances mm-hmm. are. You put it outside because it says it's keeping out anything that is unwanted, unneeded, or unhealthy. Right. Right. can't cross that barrier to come into your space. And then filling, consecrating, and setting that space with the kind of energy that you need in there. This seems to be that, and, and it's kind of like, you know, the black candle and or the wash, either way, the, the salt and then the, the white candle with the frankincense and myrrh. It's three things that we're doing or three approaches that we're taking. And that's, I was doing that because of the three of wands, which says, in order to really open this up or take full advantage of this auspicious time to be doing this, we combine the three. The three is like the sum is greater than the parts. So it says if we do all of these things together now, 
we're going to see something more beneficial happen as a result than if we were just trying to do one of these things or another of these things separately. Gotcha. The image here for the three of wands is a person in a hot air balloon. So it says, we have this opportunity. If we do all of these things, it's going to help to lift us up and out of our situation and open up other possibilities for us to now be able to take advantage of. Okay. But it really is the the combination of these things at this time that's going to end up perhaps being more effective than if it was just doing this or doing that at, you know, different times. Sure. All righty. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate your time. But I think especially with the Page of uh, Pentacles being here, by September you'll probably, if you've done these things and started to engage in this process, um, by September you'll feel as if things have shifted, that you're seeing real-world indications, tangible effects, that something is different, something is changing, and that you're able to uh, have or being able to accomplish things in a new or different way. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, th- thank you for calling in. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You have a good day. You're welcome. You too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So let's go ahead and go to our next caller. And this is going to be someone calling from area code 858. Oh, hello. Hi, C. How are you doing? I am good. How are you? Now, I know I know who you are, but just for people listening, tell us your name and where you're calling from. Sure. I am Anne, and I am calling from California. And what and, is it that you'd like for us to look at for you today? Well, I'm looking for uh, a love relationship, but not just dating. I'm looking for a partnership, someone who will be open to a committed relationship. And first part of my question to you, do you see that this will happen? Uh, The second part of my question, is there something maybe that needs to be done? I was going to ask you if you know people who can help to work with the energy in my area or maybe Los Angeles area. Um, Because whatever... People that that I meet either married or they're very unattractive or they have infectious diseases. I just don't know. I didn't have any luck with love. All right. Um, So uh, what's the day and month of your birth? May 31st. Well, happy recent birthday. Um, Uh, okay, so so you've gone into a nine-year, which is nice because it seems as if you're going to be coming to the close of a particular chapter or phase, if we think of this in terms of your love life, then, you know, the, the chapter, phase, or experience that you've been in when it comes to love, you're, you're going to be kind of closing the chapter on that in order for a new chapter to begin, which is nice. Um, two, that may indicate that whether you do it yourself and or you find someone to assist you in this, doing some things uh, energetically to help kind of put a close, put a rest to this particular chapter 
uh, is going to be really helpful because that will then open up the space for the new to come in rather than feeling as if it has to just kind of crowd into or crowd out the old, which takes a lot more energy than if it's just open space for it to come into. Um, and, and I would also say, because the first card that came up here is the devil, the devil, I tell you, um, that uh, there's still something that seems to be affecting the energy, affecting the situation that has kind of got you con uh, confined, restricted, or trapped by what has happened before. And we need to do something to, to break those chains of the past in order to free and liberate the energy for the new to be able to come in. One, that could mean you have to stop defining yourself or what you think your experience around love is going to be like based on what has happened in the past, rather than being able to actually see and accept the new and the different can possibly happen. So that you don't just see it's likely to happen again, what has happened before versus it can actually be different and I won't give in to doubting it or not trusting that things can be different. Um, it may also indicate that there are lingering ties to people or situations from the past that we need to completely finish, break, and deal with so that we are no longer bound to that or pulled backward by that. The nice thing is that the Ace of Pentacles follows that, which says we are able to start to see something new coming into our lives in a very real way because Pentacles is through the earth. And it says that it's something that will have much more long-term viability and sustainability. This isn't necessarily, you know, I fall head over heels, love at first sight. It's like a fairy tale kind of romance. It's something that feels very solid, very secure, very comfortable, even if it doesn't cause us to get dizzy with love. <laughs> um, so if we can let go of looking for the fairy tale and we can start to look for something that feels real, even though it may not seem like, you know, the, the rom-com movie, then we will find we are able to actually manifest something far more um, long-term and far more, in a sense, in alignment with what we're looking for because we won't have expectation or unrealistic expectation around it. Um, that's followed by the Five of Pentacles, which is, in some ways says we're, we, we've hit rock bottom. We, we've, we've, we've come through the worst of things. And there, therefore, things are going to start to shift and change or turn around in some way. Now, Five of Pentacles is also a card of codependency. So we also have to look at how we tend to get or allow ourselves to get involved in situations where there is our codependent issues with things. So therefore, if you find yourself attracted to or in situations where it feels as if misery loves company, we need to immediately step out of those situations rather than letting them linger. Um, and uh, I, you know, Ace of Pentacles also is a card that can often represent magic. And so when you talk about doing some things energetically, et cetera, it certainly is going to support and encourage doing some things magically that are going to help with that. So it's not just about 
do I find the right online site to put a profile on to find a date? It's also saying, what do I need to do magically in order to shift things energetically in myself and around me and in my space? Um, and that also is going to have a very real effect. Um, I would anticipate that probably towards the end of the year, because the card that comes up in the long term is, um, well, King of Pentacles, but it represents Capricorn. Uh, so that would say right towards the end of the year, or the beginning of, of next year is likely when we are going to either meet someone, which also plays off nicely from the astrological aspects of things because November, December is when we're likely to see something surprising or unexpected happen in our lives in a good way. Uh, so likely something is going to come about in a surprising way towards the end of the year, and it will be something that has very real possibility um, and that you will start off the new year calendar-wise. You will start off the new year with something that feels very real that we can build on and that has more long-term uh, sustainability. Um, so that's what the uh, cards is suggest. Is it possible that it's one of the guys that they know now and that are married, that they become available by the end of the year? Uh, no, because what you just described is the very first card I talked about, which is the devil. Uh -huh. Anything that has restrictions, anything that has chains, anything, you know, and so getting involved with married men <laughs> means you're always getting involved in situations where there are um, restrictions, ties to things, uh, constrictions around things that are outside of your control. No, I'm not getting involved they're trying to get involved with me, and I say, no, 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 yeah. no, I'm not interested, and they try again, and it's going like that. I'm not even trying to date them, but they are trying to oh, well. okay. call well, me, me and email me, and I'm, I just don't feel that, and I don't know, maybe it's just something that God sends me for some reason, and it just, I'm going in circles with that. Well, this this, 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 is what, um, this is what you would be doing magically or energetically. This is what we would be doing to shift so that we mm -hmm. can break that cycle and create a new cycle or create a new energy that attracts a different kind of person in. Um, because this would represent we want to start doing something that attracts that which is available rather than that which is unavailable or comes with strings attached into your life. And that's where doing some of these things energetically is going to be really beneficial for that. And um, the other person wanted, that really wanted to date me, he's not married, but he told me right away that he has serious infectious disease that can be spread from one person to another. And right. so well, we're that's still also the devil. Yeah, that, so, that's like, it's like devil, I'm telling you. So I thought, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that's why, that's why we need, it's almost like energetically we need to do an exorcism for you around your love life so that we can clear away all of this stuff that's attracting this in and shift the energy to attract new types of things in rather than just a repetition of the same thing over and over again. Um, and, and I also wanted to say with the Ace of Pentacles and all of that representing magic that um, when you ask about somebody to work with that's down in your area, down in the L.A., Southern California area, um, one person I would probably suggest to you, he, he goes by Conjurman Ali. Um, I think that's his website. Let me jump. Yeah, I, I've seen his website, but uh, what I wanted, uh, I wanted to come to see this person 
in person. And I live in San Diego, so it's close to L.A., but I can probably drive to L.A., but Orange County would be good. Uh, I met people that offer help over the websites, and I'm not sure if I can follow the instructions of doing everything properly. I would better just walk into the office and ask the person to do this on me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Well, um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and suggest Conjurman Ali because um, I don't necessarily know who might be down in the San Diego area or closer to you in that way. I know he's down in that area. And even if he wouldn't be the one that you could go see in person, if you would contact him, he would easily be able to probably refer you to somebody that may be closer to you if he doesn't see people in person or if he's too far away. Uh, but he's going to be more familiar with people down in that area. So that's why I'm just going to point you to him as, as yeah, a starting point. Okay, that's great. I've heard about him. I've seen his website. So uh, yeah, do you suggest... His website, is, his website is just conjuremanali.com, and it'll have the contact information for him on there. So I would say just go there, contact him. You know, First, find out, does he see people in person? And then if he does, is, is he close enough for you to go and do that? And if not, then... Um, I would trust that he would likely have recommendations for people that are down in that area. I just don't happen to know uh, anyone down in your area to suggest, um, you know, right off the bat. Okay. But in general, do you see that things, and it's not just Lala, believe me, I also have a court hearing uh, coming on August 1st because we couldn't reach any good settlement, any negotiations, and it's not even big money involved. But the thing's just going like that in different directions, and I had some health issues. So in the last year, as you said, everything reached that rock bottom. Well, but but that would say that things are getting ready to change. Uh, And so so the fact that you're moving into that nine-year would also say that things that seem to have been ongoing or things that seem to be representative of this particular chapter of your life are going to have the opportunity to be brought to completion or closure. I mean, we like the fact that the court case is actually in August because that means it's out of most of the retrograde. So we're likely to see progress made on that. Whereas if it was earlier in the year, we probably would have just met more obstacles and challenges to being able to have it resolved. Um, so, you know, if nothing else, we like that it's in August, even if it was something that got delayed or pushed back into August, that's actually a good thing from an astrological standpoint. Um, but also just the fact that you've entered into your nine year starting on your birthday. So now through next May, a lot of things that have been ongoing are going to start coming to some sort of completion and closure. Uh, you know, so some of the health issues are likely exacerbated by, stress and anxiety and other things that are going on in your life. Um, But I think that, you know, this is going to be a year where you feel as if some of these things finally get to be put to rest and finally get to come to an end. And financially, do you think that I will get some money out of this court uh, hearing? Actually, I think it's August 1st because we couldn't even get any settlement. It's just a few couple, you know, thousands of dollars it's not that big amount that's for my injury at work 
and the attorney couldn't do anything, and I had to pitch to a different attorney, and this one I don't think is very experienced. So well, I don't think yeah, financial and things that. will improve. I, I do agree with what you just said in terms of the King of Wands reverse came up, which says that we are looking at perhaps a lawyer who is less experienced uh, in that way. Um, the, the long-term outlook for this is the Three of Cups, which is nice because it says we're going to have something to celebrate or, or a reason to be happy. Uh, now, uh, the Three may indicate that we have to end up bringing in another lawyer of some sort in some way because that would be the third person or the third aspect of that card. Um, but, I mean, we could look at it as the next water sign, which would say around October, uh, but sorry, around November because of Scorpio. Uh, around November is when we would likely be able to celebrate, you know, something having come about or, or um, been resolved around this issue. Um, and Three of Cups, we are happy. So I don't think that you'll be disappointed, even if it's just the fact that finally it's done. Um, it probably isn't going to be a lot, like you said. It's not like we're going to suddenly have a windfall from this situation. But there will be reason to celebrate like, yay, okay, I won, and it was a few thousand dollars or whatever. Um, and now at least it's behind me and it's done. Um, so I would anticipate around November for that celebration to take place. And that doesn't mean nothing happens August 1st. It just means that whatever happens then sets in motion or puts into place that it's like we would sign the final papers or it would be finally done in November from whatever transpires in August, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Or we receive the check in November or whatever. That's a, that was a problem that they offered me a very little amount of money for that injury that happened several years, three years ago. And the attorney yeah. felt I I am entitled to more, but he couldn't prove anything. The other well, side the, was, the cards here, the cards here mm -hmm. would say don't try to push for more. That it's probably better to say, okay, at least they're offering me this. I'm just going to settle for this. This will be fine, and I just want this done. Because it's time to, to, to move on and be done with things with that nine-year time to let things be done to be brought to completion and closure rather than to let them linger and be dragged out any longer. Yeah, and financially feel that I will be okay for the next, I don't know, year or so because, uh, well, I don't know. I I plan to retire, but I can't afford, I can't afford to retire, and I'm not even 60. It's, it's another kind of retirement, but well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't look at retiring yet. I'm. I'm not looking, but you know, being single, I'm not even able to afford to retire. So I thought, if I will meet a nice person, and we will combine our retirements, maybe it will be easier. Well, the the, the first card that came up, the King of Pentacles coming up, says yes. In the long term, that's likely to be the kind of person that you were going to be meeting. Um, and that's where we want to do some of that magic or energy work around is to, to shift what's been happening so that we can start to create new energy for new situations to be able to come into your life. And King of Pentacles is very much somebody who is well-established, who is financially secure, you know, that kind of thing. And that's going to then benefit you in the way that you were just talking about. So I'm, you know, this would be very indicative that that is likely to occur. It's just not right around the corner. So just have a little patience with that, but what you just described is what that King of Pentacles would represent. So that is coming. Okay, great. I hope so. So you're saying by the 
by November things may improve, right? And I can probably meet this nice person. Well, November November specifically was more around the legal situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, towards the end of the year is probably when you would likely meet someone, but we needed to do some of the energy work prior to that in order to set the stage for that to be able to happen in the last part of the year. So in terms of love life, you want to focus on doing some of the energy work and things between now and the latter part of the year. In terms of the legal situation, you want to not try to push or ask for anything more so that we can just move this towards resolution and completion. And likely November is when you'll feel like you can celebrate it finally being done and out of your life. Hmm. Because they told me that the trial is set for August 1st. No, no, that's fine, uh-huh. but that's what I was saying. November is when it would feel like I can finally celebrate this being done. August, we may feel as if progress is made and say, okay, we're going to settle for this. We're going to send you a check in the next 90 days. You get the check towards the end of October. November, you're celebrating that finally it's done. Or, okay. you know, you know, we, we, here, here's the agreement we've come to. We're going to draw up the papers, you know, in the next 90 days. We'll get the papers to you to sign so that we can be done with this. And then November, you're celebrating because the papers have been signed and you're done. So yeah. it, it, it's a positive progression for what happens with the case in August. It's just that it, it may not, it, you won't go into court and then sign the papers and be done with it that day. But by November, you'll feel as if it's done and I can celebrate this being behind me and now get on with my life. Yeah, the problem with the attorney is I definitely am entitled to more with this disability. I'm still doing lots of treatment and everything. And I don't know why, but he's just not able to pull all this paperwork together and prove my case that I am entitled to more than the other side is offering. And that's what he... Well, but, 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 but what the cards here are saying is it's time to let go of trying to push for more and to just say, okay, it's, it's better that I just be done with this because you're spending more money for the lawyer no, no, it's, it's not uh, more. It's it's work-related injury, so I'm not even paying him. Uh, it's well, work. It's work-related. It's work case. But whether yeah. you're paying with money or whether you're paying with stress and energy and time and everything else around this case, it's time to be done with that. Yeah. Yeah, probably, because other attorneys say that. You you can push for more and it's not enough, but okay, I understand. But the card the cards here are saying it's just it's not worth trying to to push for more and let this go on and on and on. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you well, thank much. Thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. all you. It's been wonderful and I really enjoyed uh, this reading and your kind of recommendation of Conjurman Lee. Conjure, yeah, C O N J U R E M A N. Okay. Yeah, Conjure Man Ali. Yeah, if nothing else, get in touch with him and whether he's able to work with you or at least be able to suggest someone who maybe is closer to you. But I think that, you know, that that's going to be where that assistance comes in. But he's good, right? He's good in what he's doing. Oh, he's really good. He's really good. Okay, very good. Thank you again. a beautiful day. You're Thank welcome. you. You too. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye-bye. All right. And now we're going to go to our last caller for today. And this is Hello. someone calling from area code 646. 
Hi, how uh, are what's you? Your na- Good. Hi, what's your name is- and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Stacy. I'm calling from New York City. All right. Well, welcome, Stacy, from New York City. Um, what is it that we could look at for you today? Okay. I have a question. I need some clarity here in regards to uh, my love life. Currently, I am single, okay? I am not looking uh, to date at least for a year. But, however, I'm very intuitive, okay? And um, I had a, uh, an intuition moment, I think a day, I think either Friday or Saturday, where it seemed as if I, was, I had connected with someone from my past. Um, it wasn't the person exactly, but it was just the, the nature of the relationship that we had and, why we, you know, and how we broke up. So basically, um, when we met, he had just gotten out of a, uh, out of a relationship. And um, me personally, I don't like to jump right into a relationship with a person that just got out of a relationship because they could be bringing, you know, negative energy or past experience from that particular relationship. And that's what, you know, that kind of broke us up, okay, after a few months. So... The thing that broke us up, I would say, is his past relationship, his friend, and, you know, nosy relatives. So that kind of ended everything. So, however, I felt that same energy that it just came toward me, okay? And I feel that that is going to happen or it could happen in an upcoming relationship for me. However, I'm, a little, I'm older now, and I wouldn't dare walk into a situation where I kind of went down the same path before. I, now I could, if someone were to, were to tell me, well, hey, listen, I just got out of a, a relationship, I would say, hey, listen, if you're really truly interested in me, call me back in six months, you know, call me back in three months. Can you give me a validation of that or is, or is it just in my head? I, I don't know, but I am highly intuitive and it kind of, it just kind of left me with a negative feeling because I'm on a good path right now, and I don't want any negative, negative, nobody's negative energy around me. I don't want to hear about anybody's past relationship because I don't think it will be fair to me because if you tell me, say, well, hey, I just got out of a relationship, that's telling me that you're, you're, looking, you're looking for more of a psychiatrist. I'm not really too sure what you're looking for. Are you looking for me as a rebound person? So can you help me in that situation with, with this? situation, please? Uh, yeah, then. so <laughs> it did. Okay. Um, yeah, so in, in terms of the situation with this person, uh, one thing that I would say is what you see is what you get. So, yes. you know, th- there, there's nothing hidden here. So whatever your, one, I would say, whatever your own intuition is revealing to you or telling you, then we need to just take that at face value and say, yep, that's the case, you know, or this person is getting out of a relationship. It's a rebound relationship. Yep. I'm just going to take that at face value. I'm going to trust that's what the situation is. I know that's not right for me. There's not some other aspect behind the scenes or secret that I could possibly take advantage of or something like that, that might somehow make it different. Um, And two, I would also say, if you heard earlier in the show, Neptune is retrograde, which means that things that have, might be confusing, foggy, or 
we would have illusion around become very clear or the fog lifts. So what you're getting intuitively is kind of this clarity of the situation, this ability to see what is rather than to buy into some sort of illusion or talk yourself out of it. So Thank trust that you. and, and okay. you know, use that as your guidepost for how to move forward. The card that came up to represent you is the Ace of Wands, and the Ace of Wands says it's time for something new. Okay. The aces are always about the new. Um, it's time for something that is well illuminated, which means it's very clear what it is, what it has to offer, rather than what else is happening that might somehow impact or get in the way of this that I can't see or don't have control over, which would be like somebody who hasn't resolved a, pre a previous relationship because they just got out of it, or they're not completely disentangled from the previous relationship, and that might come back to, to haunt what you're trying to create or something like that. So you want something that can be very new and has like this unfettered ability to to spark and take hold and become whatever it has to become. Um, and uh, I would anticipate that that's not that far away because Seven of Wands comes up reversed, which says that, you know, in terms of love, in terms of relationship, it needs to be something that, A, um, doesn't create any sort of challenge or we don't feel like there's something that's pushing against that we have to kind of fight for the relationship or muster exactly. the energy to deal with or put up with in order for that. Plus, I said this before too, Seven of Wands often indicates king of the hill, uh, that game, um, where you try to defend the hill from other things or other people. And when it reverses, it says it's time to look at the other hills. Stop fighting for this hill. Stop worrying about this hill. Step away from this hill and start exploring what other hills are out there rather than worrying about this one. Um, okay. It's a nice validation. There are going to be other hills out there to conquer. So there's going to be other relationship opportunity or love possibility out there for you. But you have to go to where those hills are rather than putting up with what you're dealing with here, waiting for those things to somehow come to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. And I would anticipate with the reverse moon card, we could see that as indicating it's likely to come about during this Neptune uh, Neptune retrograde phase, which goes through November 17th. So um, I would anticipate that it's likely to happen between now and November. Uh, I don't that, think so. You know, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, be, you, I'll, you turn it, I'll turn away. I'm definitely turning away, turning away from the uh, from this uh, situation. <laughs> I'm not interested. Oh no, no. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I meant, I meant um, new new possibilities. Oh, awesome. Are okay. likely to present themselves or come into view between now and okay. November. And okay. so we don't want to have something that is obscuring our ability to be able to see those opportunities because we're still kind of, you know, on the fence about this other one. Um, and we want to be able to just see and assess and take advantage of those things clearly when they do present themselves. So I would especially pay attention between now and November as to what seems to come up. And it's going to be something new rather than something revisited. Oh, awesome. Okay, that sounds excellent. Well, thank you so much. Now, do you think I need to uh, actually uh, buy a, a burn a black candle to send that negative energy back to wherever, it, wherever it's coming from? Well, if you feel like that's what is around you or in your space, then that can never hurt as long as you okay. follow up the second with the second step that then fills and draws in the kind of energy that you want around you and in your space. Don't just okay. clear and, and do nothing, but clear and then follow up with filling with what you want in okay. there. Um, 
you can also do, do you well you feel that this negativity is specifically related to this other person in the situation with them no it's just that i i don't know i just think that there's going to be a guy that will be interested in me but however he may be trying to get away from his current relationship that he's in or he's in a relationship right now and he doesn't really know how to get out of it. And then when he meets me, it's, oh, okay, great, here we go. And that's not, okay. that, I'm not looking for that. Right. So um, I would suggest, if you want to do the black candle, that's fine, because that's always a great way to kind of clear away whatever negative influence or energy may be affecting us, our space, our situation. But then follow it up, and if you want to specifically do something around love and you want to continue in the candle vein, then mm -hmm. you would um, go to a pink candle. Okay. And what you would do is you would carve into there, not like the name of a specific person, but you might carve your name and then the words, uh, something like, you know, um, the love that is in my highest good or, or however you'd want to phrase that. Okay, that sounds And good. I would suggest creating a little altar space. So it's okay. a space that you set aside, and, and it can be an elaborate altar or it could just be a little corner of a table, but it's a space that you set aside and you don't put other things there. So you don't just like walk in and throw your keys down in that space or whatever. You just recognize it as this space is set aside. Where you put that candle, you can put other things there. You know, you could sprinkle rose petals around there, um, oh. You could sprinkle glitter if you want to, you know, sparkle and shine or bring love that's going to help you, uh, help you in your life sparkle and shine. Um, you know, and you could do like gold glitter or pink glitter or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and you can sprinkle rose petals or have fresh roses there. Always make sure they're fresh. You know, don't leave dead flowers there. Um, you can put pictures around that represent the kind of love and relationship that you want. Uh, you know, because what happens is as you burn that candle, all of the things that you put in that space are going to represent the kind of thing you're trying to attract in and that you envision for yourself in, that, that represents love and relationship for you. So be very conscious about what you choose to put there. Don't be random about it. And also be careful about putting very fairy tale kind of things there because you don't want to set unrealistic ex expectation that okay. creates disappointment just by the fact that it was over-idealized in some way. Okay. Um, but, oh. you know, if you see a, a picture in a magazine of a, a happy couple by the beach, you know, then tear or cut that picture out and have it laying over there where that candle is because that represents that feeling of happiness and joy and being with another person and that kind of thing. But if you put, like, you know, the picture of a fairy tale princess meeting her Prince Charming, that creates a problematic aspect because we start to set up this retail expectation that may get in the way of accepting how things actually transpire in real life. <laughs> um, you know, but anything that represents that, if you want something to carry with you when you leave, you know, get a piece, uh, you can put like a piece of rose quartz. Um, it can be really nice. Um, a piece of peridot could actually be kind of nice in some ways. Uh, and you could do a combination of these if you want to. But what you do is whenever the candle is lit, you have the stone sitting there touching the candle. Even if it's in glass, just have it touching the glass. Um, you have it sitting there touching the candle. 
Um, and then when you when the candle is not lit, you carry the stone or stones with you, like in your pocket or purse or whatever. Um, that way, whenever you leave the space, you're also maintaining that energy around you to attract in what you're looking for or what is in your highest good love and relationship wise. Um, oh, okay. You know, the, the the other way you can do that if you want to do more than one candle is you get two candles. There's actually candles that look like figures that look like people okay. that you can use, um, but oh. you could get two. And then they have male and female candles, so you can do that in whatever combination is right for you. But you um, you would carve your name in the one that represents you, and then in the other one you would just carve, you know, like um, uh, the love or the relationship partner that represents my highest good or okay. is in my highest interest. So we're not saying we know what's best versus we're allowing the universe to bring us what is best and we're open to that. You set those two candles um, at a distance from each other. Again, like in this space that you had designated, you set those two candles at a distance from each other. Every day that you light them, you move them a little closer and a little closer and a little closer together until they actually are touching. And then you let them burn so they melt into each other. And that's the idea that we're creating this attractive energy that's pulling towards us and pulling us towards it, the right kind of person or love or relationship that we're looking for. Um, ah. And if you want to enhance that, you can put magnetic sand in between so that where they end up touching and sitting to melt together, they're on top of magnetic sand, which energizes that attractive aspect. You know, so that's another way to do it. But you can also just do that with one candle. If you just want to have one candle, you know, that's okay, too. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good to me. So what I'm going to do is definitely uh, – replay the show again, and I'll write down the information that you just explained to me and go from there. Yeah. And I will follow up with you in a few months to let you know how I am doing. Excellent. Thanks for being willing to call in. Oh, thank you. And thanks for helping me out. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> now I have a peace of mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Enjoy the rest of the day. You too. All right. And I just want to remind people something that was said there. You can always listen back to this show or any other show in the archives here on Blog Talk Radio, or you can find them on iTunes um, to listen to, download, or subscribe to as well. So, uh, you know, that can also always be helpful, especially if you've gotten a reading but didn't get all of the information, because I know sometimes there can be a lot of information. It, it's a nice resource to be able to go back to, as well as to check out um, some of the other shows that are here on the Soulbox Network as well. Um, my name is Hi C, and I have had the privilege of being your host for today, and I want to thank you for listening in and for all the people that called in and for their patience waiting to get their reading. Um, you can find out more about me at tarotbyhighc.net, uh, or you can find me on Facebook. Just go to tarotbyhighc or facebook.com slash tarotbyhighc. Either way, I'll get you to the same place. Um, and, you know, like the page. Uh, if you want to subscribe to my email newsletter, every day I send out a newsletter that has some astrological information for the day, which is great for kind of understanding the best timing for things, and then a card of the day, which helps to understand the overall energy or approach to the day uh, that could be mo most beneficial, as well as an herbal ally of the day. So it's just something from the plant kingdom that we can use energetically to help support us in some way um, that would be good for that day. So, you know, I would encourage you to subscribe to that, which you can do from my website. Just go to the card of the day section and there's a, a subscribe um, little field there for that. Or on the uh, Facebook page for Turo by High C, there's a button right at the top for subscribing and you can subscribe that way. 
I will look forward to being with you again uh, on the second Sunday of the month, which will be July 10th for a revolution. Um, uh, the next show coming up here is tomorrow, actually, Let's Talk About, which are roundtable discussions on various topics. Uh, next Sunday is uh, Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn, so I'd encourage you to also check those out. And every month on the fourth Sunday, we do have this call-in show where you can call in and get a reading. So, you know, if you didn't get a reading today or you did or came up with something else going on in your life, you need some information or guidance around, feel free to do that. I'll also let you know that on my shows, Revolution and The Amethyst Historical, there's also call-in segments for each of those shows as well. So there's plenty of opportunity throughout the month on different shows for you to be able to call in and get a reading. So thank you very much. If you'd like to email me, you can do so, highc at tarotbyhighc.net. Um, and I will look forward to being with you here again on the Soulvox Network. Until then, have a most amazing and blessed day.